This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. Hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Having It All podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your host, balanced lifestyle coach, transformation specialist, and all-around enthusiastic fella (laughs) about having it all, an abundant, loving life. And that's the conversation that you have come here to tune into and to be a part of. Because that's what we talk about on the show. We talk about what it looks like and feels like to have it all. So I am so excited you are here with me. And today's episode is a great one. It is the third part of a series that I've been doing where I'm answering your questions. Yes, you submitted a bunch of questions and topics for me several weeks ago, and over the last several episodes, I have been answering them and providing some some thoughts and some things for you to chew on. And I've already talked about all the questions pertaining to self, and in the second episode, I talked about the questions pertaining to others. And in this episode, these are all of your questions and topics, suggestions pertaining to life. So we're going to talk about business stuff in this one. We're going to talk about burnout, how to avoid burning out when you're, when you're striving for goals. And we're going to talk a little bit about podcasting and, and, and video blogging and all sorts of cool stuff. So I'm excited about this. I, I really love talking about these topics. So this is going to be great. Let's kick things off with some magic. Yes, magic is, is one of the reasons why you tune in because you want to create and experience many more magical moments in your life. And magic, if you remember, that's when you influence yourself, others, or life in an empowering way. It's when you influence self, others, and life in an empowering way. And you know what? You are creating magic all the time. You are. However, if you aren't stopping and pausing and reflecting and remembering and acknowledging your magic, then you're missing it. And that's what we, we don't want. I don't want you to miss the magic. Because if you walk around feeling frustrated because you don't feel like you have it all, I can almost guarantee part of that is that you're not reflecting on your magic. You're letting it go by. And so the reason why I share my magic in every episode is so that you can hear what examples of magic look like and so that you can be inspired to just pause the episode when I'm complete and you can think of your own magical moments. So my magic today has to do with Others, 
because I like to share self magic or others magic or life magic. And today it's about others. And yesterday I received a text message from a, a great friend of mine. His name is Robert. And Robert and I have known each other for, oof, boy, maybe three, four years. And uh, we met through the the playground, the Yorday Gym playground here in Atlanta um, that I host my, my play camps on every night, every Tuesday night. And Robert started coming around and he started coming to play camp. And he's been showing up consistently every week for as long as I've known him. Again, maybe like two, three, four years. And so yesterday, Robert sent me a text message. It was a photo of him. And he said, the, he sends this picture. And the, the, the comment is, look how heavy I was before I started working out with you. And it's incredible. If you know Robert, if you've been to play camp and you've met him, like this man has transformed, completely transformed over the last several years. And when the photo that he sent me, he was at 305 pounds. And now he's down to 235. And what's really incredible is, you know, showing up at these play camps, going through the exercises, you know, they've had a physical impact on his body, right? He's lost all that weight. His energy's gone up. His strength has gone up. You know, he's, he's feeling more like his youthful self when he was, a you know, he played football and ran track and did all that stuff. And so those are the transformations that you can see. However, the transformations that you can't see, the ones that are happening internally, the ones that are happening in his mind and his heart, those are the truly amazing, huge, magical, magical transformations. And so that's one of the things that I love about the work that I do. It's like part of the, the consequence of working on your consciousness and working on your lifestyle is that your fitness is going to be impacted. And that's what happened with Robert. You know, like he's been showing up for three years and we've been getting into conscious conversations, conversations about his awareness of his relationship to self, others, and life. And as a result of those conscious conversations, he's been able to let go of a lot of things that have been holding him down, weighing him down, and weighing on his body, like showing up in his body. And so sure, the workouts have helped him to drop that weight, but so much of it has been due to the fact of those conscious conversations that he's been surrounding himself with for the past three plus years. And so it's, it's so magical to me when I receive a text like that from Robert, you know, and, and I'm going to see him later on today. And it's just going to be great to get into those conversations with him once again, because so many things are impacted. I mean, the time that Robert has been coming to play camp and, and we've known each other, we've been working together, he's shifted up his lifestyle. He's, he's been meat free for over a year. You know, that was a choice that he felt inspired to make, and he's been loving the results. He wrote a book. He wrote a book. <laughs> he wrote a book of letters to his father. His father passed when he was younger, and so he wanted to write a book where he, he wrote his father a letter every day for one year. So for 365 days, no matter what was going on, Robert sat down and wrote a letter to his late father, and he put it all together in a book. Amazing. And I've watched this man just expand his, his entrepreneurial self and start all these different ventures and just really do all the, be very proactive, right? And just and go after it and pursue different things. And I've seen him influence his wife and influence his daughters and influence coworkers, people who are now going to the, the, the gym at their office and who are now eating clean and who are now drinking water, all because of the influence that this man has had. And so that's my magic today. 
Robert, if you're listening, man, you are my magic today. And I've been so inspired to watch you and, and, and just play by your side. So, ah, I love this stuff. I love this work that I do. It's just, it's the coolest. It's the coolest. So that's my magic. And right now, I um, recommend that you pause the episode. Pause this right now so you can reflect on magic that you've created, right? Where have you influenced yourself, another person, or life itself in an empowering way? So go ahead and pause. And then we'll jump over into some listener love. And I got some great listener love this week to share. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I think I say this in all my listener love segments. It's, uh, you know, reach out to me if you guys have feedback. And so today's listener love goes to Sasha. And Sasha, I appreciate you shooting me a message on Instagram. And uh, not just to, t- to tell me, you know, the impact that one of my episodes has had on you, but to also give me feedback on the show. And that's what I'm very grateful to you for. And that's really what I want to give you that shout out um, because you gave me some feedback about, you know, how I deliver my message. And it's, it's like, I, I, I appreciate it so much because I don't know, <laughs> like, I don't know if, if, if my style is working for everybody or if there's things like my areas of improvement, you know, and that's really what it was. It's like, I'm so open to, to improve and step my game up. And so Sasha, I appreciate you giving me some feedback that I can incorporate to step my game up and to improve. So thank you so much, Sasha, for listening to the show. Uh, I've, you know, you've been awesome in the Trust Challenge Facebook group. It's been cool seeing you drop your posts in there. And so it was really awesome to be able to engage with you on Instagram as well. So Sasha, today's listener love goes out to you. And if you want to be like Sasha and connect with me, give me some feedback, help me step my podcast host game up. Or if you want to make a suggestion for a topic or ask me a question, if you want Whatever it is, you want to connect, let's do it. Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. You go direct into my Instagram DM box, and I would love to connect with you there. You can also hit me up on my email, mattcbivens at gmail.com. Let's do it. Let's connect. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And finally, before we jump into the episode, um, I just feel inspired to go back to what I was talking about with my magic with Robert and just mention, you know, like the work that I end up doing with folks when we work one-on-one um, or if you engage in the course, it's just, it's, it's so beautiful because it really hits in those underlying aspects of your character that are contributing to everything you're experiencing in your life right now. And that's one of the coolest things I saw with Robert. You know, he could have gone anywhere to go and drop weight. And he might have dropped weight even faster if he went somewhere else. But Robert was so clear that what he was challenged with was, was beyond weight. 
you know, because when you've got that extra weight that you're holding on, that's just simply stuck energy. That's all that is. It's just energy, energy that's stuck. And so if you're not addressing the underlying reason why the energy is stuck, guess what? It might go away for a little bit, but it might come back. And even if it does go away, you may not love yourself to a deeper degree, right? You may not accept yourself to a deeper degree. You may not judge yourself any less. And so I, I love the work that I do as a balanced lifestyle coach and transformation specialist because we really dig, we dig into what's truly going on on the inside. And it's like, like a scalpel, you know, like we get that scalpel out and we cut and we go right to what the heart of it is. And we don't mess around with any of that surface stuff. I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you about any diet stuff. I'm not going to talk to you about exercise right off the bat because those are all the, the things that are more on the surface. I want to get down into your internal story. What's your internal conversation about yourself? What's your internal conversation about other people? And what paradigms and perspectives do you have on life that are influencing and creating what's showing up in your life today? That's what we're going to talk about. And so right now I have a couple of coaching spots open and I've received a number of, app- of, app- of applicants. <laughs> applicants. And so I want to let you know if, you, if you're interested, if something is stirring within you, reach out. Go to MatthewBivens.com, click the Work With Me tab, and just fill out the application. Or if you just have some questions and you want to ask me questions, hit me up, mattcbivens at gmail.com. goes right to my, my inbox. That's my personal email address. You can also do it on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. Let's get into a conversation because you know what? If you're just focusing on those diet things, if you're just focusing on exercise, that's just a surface level. It's not going to change how you truly feel about you unless you're really, really addressing those internal conversations, right? And that's why Robert comes and plays at Play Camp every week, right? That's why people reach out to me and say, hey, I'm looking for somebody who can coach my business clients because my business clients are out here shooting for those six and seven figures. And when they get it, they recognize they're no more happier than when they had nothing. It's because it's so much so deeper. It's not about the money you have. It's not about your weight. It's not about any of that stuff. Those internal conversations, right? What's really going on? What's really going on in your heart? That is, is what's going to have you say without a doubt that you experience an abundant loving life or you don't. And so that's the work that I do. That's the work that I'm so inspired to do each and every day. And so if you feel inspired, let's connect. And let's talk and see if, we, uh, if, there's, if there's you know magic in us working one-on-one. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Once again, we're talking about life. Yes, I'm answering your questions, your topics, addressing what you want me to talk about as it pertains to life. And so today we're going to talk about, like I said earlier, uh, I have one, two, three different um, questions from you all. And they're talking about burnout. We're talking about business plans and goals. And we're talking about how to start a vlog, a video blog. And uh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. So let's just jump right into this. The first one comes from Zach. And Zach writes, when reaching new goals and striving to be truly great, what steps can we take to keep the bar, quote unquote, in check? I have found myself reaching huge goals and then sometimes feeling that I have to do even more. Working on giving myself permission to relax and know that it's actually all okay. I'm very type A. So I'm always go, go, go. What do you do to relax and let yourself disconnect? Great question, Zach. I love it. First thing that comes to my mind is I think about what your bigger why is. 
you know, the reason behind the, that go, go, go. And I want you to ask yourself, does your bigger why contribute to your health? Meaning, does achieving your dreams, you know, those goals that you're going after, does, does achieving those goals raise or lower your health? I already have an idea right now that as you achieve your goals, as you, you know, are, are in alignment with your current why, it's not impacting your health in an empowering way. It's not healing you because you're talking about, you know, feeling burnt out, feeling like you got to do even more and not relaxing. So if what you're playing for right now lowers your health, then look at what you're playing for and make some adjustments. You know what I mean? Like I, th- I think about my personal mission statement and the way that I wrote my personal mission statement, it's, it's specifically crafted so that when I'm in alignment with my mission statement, I am contributing to others while also refilling my tank. Because here's what I'm, I'm hearing in your question, Zach, that right now you do not have balance between your P and your PC, between your performance and your performance capacity. Your performance is all the stuff. It's the go, 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 right? It's, it's the, the goals that you're hitting. It's all those, those big achievements. That's your P. It's your business revenue. We've talked a little bit about, about business before. So it's, it's the expansion of your business. That's the P. Your PC is your capacity, your performance capacity, your ability to do those things in a sustainable way. And there's a principle that it sounds like you are not in alignment with right now. The principle is the PPC balance is the precursor to longevity. That means in order for you to go long in life, right, to live long and to live long with a pep in your step and to have health late into your, into your life, triple digits. In order for that to happen, you have to have PPC balance. It's the precursor to you going long and you going far. That's a principle. If you don't have balance between your performance and your performance capacity, you just won't go far. You'll burn out, right? It's like driving a car fast down the highway. You got your pedal to the metal and you're going and you're gunning it and you're, you're moving and it feels great, but you aren't stopping to refill that tank and to change your oil and to put new brake pads on it. You're not going to go very far. You might go fast, but you won't go far. So that's what I'm hearing right now, Zach, in, in your question. And now here's the thing, like type A, you know what? It's awesome to be driven. It is. It's awesome to have goals and to play for them and to accomplish them, right? And to be focused like that and to be motivated. All of that stuff is awesome. But you have to make sure that you've built into your lifestyle ways to refill your tank. You have to. Otherwise, a couple things can happen. You know, you will end up burning out. The car is going to break down. Or you're going to go and you're going to push it so hard, right? And you're going to accomplish those goals. And then once you accomplish those goals, you'll look back and you'll look at, you know, who you became in the process. And those goals aren't going to mean anything. Because, you know, in the course of achieving that goal, your health went to crap. Your relationships went to crap. You lost your sense of self. And that's what happens a lot. That's what happens with the type A high achiever, right? And so that's something that f- for you to look at as well. And so, you know, the, the solution, a solution to this is, first of all, internally for you to connect with that principle. The PPC balance is the precursor to longevity. You have to connect with that principle. You have to understand that right now your P is high and your PC is not matching it right? 
So you're not able to sustain the life that you're living. You're doing big things, and that's great. But your capacity to handle them in a healthy way is just not up. So you have to connect with that principle before you actually do anything else. Because if you don't have that internal connection, if that paradigm doesn't shift for you, then you can add all sorts of different habits. You can, you know, have a streak of meditation and you can be making sure that you're getting enough sleep and all that stuff. But eventually you're going to go, you're going to, you know, when, when a new opportunity presents itself, when a, when a business expansion opportunity presents itself, or when the shit hits the fan and things just get chaotic, what do you think is the first stuff to go? Those PC habits, you're just going to drop them by the wayside because it hasn't really, like your paradigm around it hasn't shifted. So the first thing to do is to really connect with the PPC balance and recognize that your P is high and your PC is low. That's the first thing. Then I recommend you start building the habits. Build those PC habits, right? Those are the habits of about refilling your tank. It's not about the other people. It's not about what you're trying to accomplish in business. It's about you and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. So a place to start with your PC habits are your five wheels. Mental, spiritual, social, emotional, and physical. I've talked about this in the body vehicle. I've mentioned this before in the podcast, right? Imagine you've got this car and the car has four or five wheels or five tires. It's got that mental steering wheel in the middle. Then you've got social and spiritual. Those are your front two tires. And physical and emotional. Those are your back two tires. So Zach, when you think about that for yourself, which of your tires are deflated? Some of them are probably deflated. And if those tires are deflated... Like, you can still move forward. The car still will move forward, but it's going to be a bumpy ride and you're never going to be able to hit full speed. So when it comes to building up your PC habits, think about those five areas. Mental, spiritual, social, physical, emotional. Where do you, where, which one of those areas have you been neglecting? And start building habits in those areas that you're doing on a daily and weekly basis. And then finally, the third thing is create some accountability around you keeping your PC high. Create accountability structures in your life that are, that are specifically focused on you refilling your tank. Because again, when your P goes into overdrive, when the new business opportunity comes, or when stuff just goes chaotic, you're gonna wanna drop those PC habits. You're gonna wanna shed those things that, that you're like, I gotta, I gotta you know, trim my life down. So let me get rid of the things that, that aren't, I'm not feeling immediate impact from so that you can focus everything on P. So if you have those accountability structures in place, you won't do that. Or at least it won't be as easy for you to do that. So accountability structures might be, you know, having a coach or somebody who works with you to keep you accountable or joining some sort of mastermind where you can, you know, share your, your, what your intention is in your PC or using some sort of app or some sort of program to track those numbers. Put some, some things in place because you probably have mechanisms to keep your P accountable, but you also got to do that in your PC. And then the final thing I'll say to you, Zach, is also how are you defining success? It goes back to this first thing about you know that why and is your why contributing to your health? Is your definition of success contributing to your health? Like when you achieve success in your mind, is it, do you have to become a greater version of yourself in all areas in order to achieve it? A lot of people have success as money, houses, 
financial security, all of that stuff. But in order to you know, achieve those things, a lot of people sacrifice their health and relationships and all the things I've already mentioned. So be thinking about that. And if, and if your current definition of success doesn't have your health, you know, your body vehicle health in mind, then maybe you need to shift up that definition of success. You know, my, my, the way I define success is my awareness of who I'm becoming as I achieve great things, right? And so it makes sure that I'm totally aware of the person that I'm becoming as I hit my goals. So Zach, that's how I would uh, address this question for you. And I appreciate you asking it. It actually connects with the question that um, somebody else uh, asked, but I think I mentioned in the previous episode about burnout. So I'm going to do a whole episode all about burnout and, and digging more into this because so many people are burning themselves out, burning themselves out, you know, because they're, they're striving for a type of success. And uh, anyway, so Zach, thank you so much. You're awesome. I appreciate you. The next question comes from Courtney, and this one's all about business plans. So Courtney writes, business plans, what's too much? What's not enough? Must we all go broke to follow our dreams of owning a business? Great question, Courtney. So there's two parts to your question that I want to address. The first part is about business plans. And the second part is when you asked, must we all go broke to follow our dreams of owning a business? So first, I'll talk about business plans. You definitely want some sort of business plan. You absolutely do, right? Because that's going to give you a chance to, to really flesh out what it is that you're looking to create and how you want to go about creating it. So you, before you jump into any sort of venture, whether it's small or big, you want to have some sort of plan. I mean, I know you've heard the, the, the quote, uh, if, you, if, you, was it? if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so have some sort of plan. This goes in alignment with seven habits of highly effective people. Begin with the end in mind, right? It's going to help you begin with the end in mind. And it's also about be proactive. So it, it connects with both those first two habits right there. Now, the size of your business plan and the scope of your business plan, that's totally up to you, right? So I can't answer what's too much and what's not enough. What's not enough is not having one. That's for sure. So you might want to start with a simple like one-page business plan. There's a lot of of templates out there for a one-page business plan. And one that I like, and you might want to write this down, it's uh, if you go to Google and you type in, listen, money matters, one-page business plan. Listen, Money Matters, that's the name of a website, and the one-page business plan. They have a great resource on there, and uh, it's a, it's a one-page business plan template, and it basically just has you fill in all these different... I'll pull it up right now on my computer so I can show it to you. Here we go. Um, it's just a, it's a simple business plan that as you address 11 uh, different topics, different, different areas... Uh, pertain to your business. So, you know, you'll look, talk about your audience, you'll look at your different channels of getting your message out, you'll address the problem that your audience has and your solution to that problem. You'll talk about competitors and, uh, you know, the revenue, the type of revenue that you're looking to create and your costs and all sorts of different things in a one-page plan. That's going to get you started. And then from there, you can expand and and make it more robust if you want. I mean, business plans range. I've seen business plans that are you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 plus pages, you know, and then I've seen some that where businesses get launched with a one page business plan. So I would start with a one pager if you're looking for a place to start. 
And again, that's Listen Money Matters, one-page business plan. Now, something that, as I was sort of thinking in my mind earlier before jumping on the on the mic, one of the things that is important to think about when it comes to starting your own business, um, this, this idea comes from Michael Gerber's book, E-Myth and the E-Myth Mastery. A lot of people who begin a business, a small business, they have what Michael Gerber uh, I love the way he phrases this. They are a technician having an entrepreneurial seizure. A technician having an entrepreneurial seizure. And so a technician is somebody who is really great at what they do, right? Maybe you're, you're really great at um, baking cakes or you're really great at you know, doing marketing, like social media marketing. And you're just fed up with baking cakes for somebody else or doing marketing for the agency you work at. And so you're like, you know what? I want to start my own business. And so you're a technician who, in Michael Gerber's terms, has this entrepreneurial seizure where you're like, I got to get out and start my own business. Now, here's the thing. A cake business, running a cake business is very different than baking cakes. Running a social media marketing business is very different than being great at social media marketing. That's what a lot of people fail to realize. You know, and so what happens is you'll have this person who's working for somebody else who's working like 50 hours a week, right? And you're, you're baking cakes for, some, for, some, for someone else's company, 50 hours a week. And you're like, screw this, I'm done. I'm gonna go work for my own self. I'm gonna go start my own business. So you go and you open up your own bakery and you start your own business. Well, guess what? Now you're working 60 hours a week and instead of working for your boss, you're now working for your business. But you're working more. It's like, yeah, you own a business now, but you've got more stress, you end up making less money, and you're more burnt out than ever before. And that happens when the technician has an entrepreneurial seizure. When you fail to recognize that just because you're great at baking cakes, that does not mean you're going to be great at owning a cake company, running a cake business. Two very, very, very different things. Two very different skill sets. And that was something that, you know, I'm still learning that today. Right, because I did that. I was at a digital agency and I was doing my thing, and I was like, you know what? I could shoot. I could do this myself. So I jumped out and started my own thing. And I was like, oh, well, now I got to worry about the marketing, and like, and the customer fulfillment. Oh, I got to figure out accounting, and what, what is, what are these things? W nines and what, like, what the, you know what I mean? It's like all this stuff. I did. I was, I was a technician who had an entrepreneurial seizure. So the only reason why I share that with you, Courtney, is because. When you have awareness around that, well, you can mitigate for that, right? You can go into your venture thinking about how you want to scale it and how you want to bring in other people or bring in other resources so that, you know, they are covering the things that you may not be great at so that you can operate in your strengths. And if you're thinking about that, that's that begin with the end in mind type of thinking. If you're thinking about that, like, you know what, I'm not, ju- I'm not just out here trying to be a technician who's struggling to run a business. You know, I would really want to be an entrepreneur. I want to think entrepreneurially. Then, then a whole new landscape opens up for you. So, I offer that to you. And if if uh, if this was interesting, this conversation about the technician and the entrepreneur and all that, then totally check out Michael Gerber's books. You know, I just finished reading Emith Mastery. It's a great one. And um, there's an interview that Tim Ferriss does. Uh, with Michael Gerber, where he talks about the entrepreneurial seizure that might be interesting to you. So you can go on Google and you can type in escaping the entrepreneurial seizure interview with Michael Gerber. And it'll bring you to uh, Tim Ferriss's blog, 
where he interviews them. And it's, it's written, so you can just go and you can read the transcript. And um, it helps understand, and, and you know, Michael Gerber paints that picture again of that, that technician who has the entrepreneurial seizure. So that's how I'm answering the first part of your question, Courtney, about business plans. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, the second part of your question I want to dig into as well. Because you wrote, must we all go broke to follow our dreams of owning a business? Now, when I read that, the first thing that I say to you is, if you answer that question, no matter how you answer it, it's not going to help you. Because if you answer that, yes, you got to go broke. Okay, well, now you're screwed. And if you answer the question, no, you don't have to go broke. Well, then now you're left asking yourself, okay, well, then how? How do I, you know, own my dream business and not go broke? So the nature of your question is not helping you to make any progress. So change the question. Change the question. So a new question you might want to ask yourself is something like, how can I you know, minimize financial loss or maximize my chances for a a smooth transition, right? When I'm leaving my current job to start a new venture. Or uh, what do I need to begin doing today so that I can transition from my primary job in 12 months, right? And maybe set that goal for yourself. In 12 months, I want to be totally out of, of the current job I'm at. So what do I need to be doing today to be working on this idea of mine and, you know, saving up money and you know, maybe beginning the business and start generating new clients and generating revenue in that side business so that in 12 months, I can transition and it can be more of a smooth transition. That's what I would recommend to you, Courtney. Change your question. Because right now, if I were to answer your question, must we all go broke? It, well, no matter what I say, it doesn't help you. And so if that's how you're thinking, then you know, every, question has, every, every question has an answer. It has to. It's, it's the, the two sides of a coin. If there's one side of a coin, there has to be another side. So if you ask a question, there has to be an answer. So think about the questions that you're asking so that when you answer it, it actually helps you. It actually moves you forward. So instead of asking, must we all go broke? Ask a more powerful question. So think about that for yourself when you're contemplating making your shift, when you're contemplating how you're gonna you know, grow this business of yours or, 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 or at least plan it out. Think about the types of questions that you're asking and see if that doesn't help you come to answers that can really get things moving for you. So, Courtney, thank you so much. I gave you a couple of resources in there and uh, hopefully those help you out and keep me posted. I'd love to hear what your business is and, and, uh, and just, just be kept abreast of what you got going on. So, thank you, Courtney. All right, this last one, this last one comes from 
O. That's the name we're going with today, O. And it's a simple question, and it's a really, really great one. Um, the question is, how to get started in vlogging? Vlogging, V-L-O-G-G-I-N-G. That's video blogging. So that's the, those are the people on YouTube who are, are doing video blogs. And I love this question because it has all to do with, with content and you know, creating content and content marketing and all that stuff. And um, that's a passion of mine. You know, I, I've been podcasting for a while and before I did this show, I hosted a business show and um, I just, I love creating content. I love it. And I had a, a YouTube channel in the past and um, I've been doing blogging for a while. So that whole world of creating content and, and getting that content out in front of eyeballs has just always been really, really interesting to me since uh, 2010 when I started in my first post-college job as a quote-unquote viral marketer for a technology startup company. That was my title. I was the viral marketer. And what that meant was that we had zero marketing budget, but I needed to you know, get us sales. <laughs> so anything I did, I needed it to go viral. Therefore, I got really great at content marketing, at doing blogs and videos and eventually podcasts. So, oh, this is a great question. And actually, uh, we've been in a conversation on Instagram, and so I, I shared part of my, my feedback to you on Instagram, but I'm happy to share it here now on the podcast because I know other people out there, I know you are interested in maybe starting a podcast or potentially starting a YouTube channel, or maybe you want to start a blog. And so you're kind of stuck thinking like, how do I do this? So I'm not going to talk anything technical right now because when it comes to content, content is content, right? It doesn't matter if you're doing it on a podcast or YouTube or on a traditional blog. It's still content, right? So what I'm going to address right now is how to get started in creating content. Now, once you have this stuff down, you can then go and record that content and share it on a podcast platform or record and share it on YouTube or record and share it on a blog. But either way, the things that I'm going to share now, they're going to help you if you're interested in getting into any of those things. And then if you are, like let's say you do want to join a podcast, then you can go out and you know do a little bit of research or reach out to me separately, and I'll, I'll give you some, some ideas and some advice on the technical aspects, right? What equipment you might need, how to edit, how to set up your hosting, all that stuff. That's separate. But for this conversation, I want it to be more applicable to, to more people. So very first thing that I always recommend is beginning with the end in mind. Yep. Begin with the end in mind. So sit down and think. This is, you know, for, oh, think about how is your, your vlog or your, your blog or your podcast, how is it going to impact your business? How is it going to support your business? How is it going to support your goals? How is it going to support your, your organization? Like, what's the purpose of it? You really want to think about the end in mind because that's going to influence a lot of things down the road. It'll influence the type of content you make. It'll influence your style, right? If, if you're trying to do this to support your business, then maybe you want to do an interview show as opposed to a solo show. You know, it'll influence your call to action. That's that little action item that you tell people, you know, in, my, in this podcast, I say, connect with me, right? DM me on Instagram, email me. That's a call to action. Or I might say, go and, and fill out my coaching application, that's a call to action. It's a way to get people to engage in a deeper level. So when you begin with the end in mind and you get really clear as to what the purpose of this thing is, this vlog or this blog or this podcast, 
then it's going to help influence other things down the road. So first, begin with the end in mind. Then second, I always tell people to just to start practicing. Start practicing. Start recording videos. Start recording a podcast. Start recording audio. Start, start writing. You know, just get started. Because a lot of people get tripped up in that stage. They feel like, you know, no, I, I don't, don't want to start writing anything. I don't know what to write. Yada, yada. It doesn't matter. You got to build in some reps, especially if it's new. And so every single person has a phone, a smartphone, that's got both a video camera on it as well as an, a, an audio recorder. That's all you need just to get started. And now the things that you record on your phone, you're not going to use. So don't even worry about screwing up. You just got to get reps in speaking, you know? Like when before I ever did my first podcast, I was like, how the hell am I going to speak on a mic? I've never done that before. And so I had to get started. So I did a bunch of episodes that never aired because I had to stumble my way through them. But you got to get started. So that's the second thing. Just get start practicing. Again, it doesn't matter what the topic is. Just get some reps speaking into a camera so that you can get comfortable. The third thing. Now, once you begin with the end of mind, now you can, you can think about the style of your content. So if you're doing a vlog, you know, what kind of, of vlog do you want to do? You know, or if you're doing a podcast, what kind of podcast? Is it an interview show? Are you doing an interview vlog? Is it solo? Is it just you talking about something? Do you have a co-host? Are two of you talking about a topic? Is it long format? You know, the Tim Ferriss show, I just mentioned that in, in the previous um, listener email. Tim Ferriss show is long format. This dude goes one, two, three hours sometimes talking to people. Or is it short format? Is it like two, three, four, five minute bites? That's real popular right now with these smart home devices, these like Alexas and stuff. There's a lot of podcasts and shows that have these little teeny bites, just a few minutes long. So figure out what style is going to work best for your end goal. The Next, know your audience, know your target audience. So this is your avatar or your niche. You really want to get to know them. Who are you speaking to? You got to have an idea as to who you're speaking to. And you know, no matter what it is that you're, you're doing, whether it's a blog or, or, or a podcast or a vlog, I always, liked, I always recommend pretend like you're speaking to one person. And so who is that one person? And so when I was, had my agency and I would work with new clients, we would do this visualization exercise where I'd sit down and I'd say, okay, imagine you're at a coffee shop and your ideal customer walks in the door. And you'd look over and you see them walk in the door. Describe them. And you go through the physical attributes. And then talk about what is a day in their life like? What do they do? What are their challenges? Right? What keeps them up at night? What frustrates them to, to, to no end? You know, what is their current state, where they're at right now? And what's their desired state? Where would they like to be? You really want to get to know your ideal customer, your ideal listener. And know them better than they know themselves. And one cool thing is if you were to write a journal entry about a day in their life, write a journal entry better than they could write about themselves. If you can get that level of, of depth and understanding in your target audience, then you're really going to be able to create some magical things. And, you know, that might take time, but you want to start out by having a general understanding of who they are, what challenges them, what are their pain points, what are their biggest fears, what are their desires, what do they need, what do they want, all of that great stuff. So you really want to know your target audience. Next is know your UVP, your unique value proposition. That's that unique thing that you bring to the table, your unique solution, your unique message, right? What is it that makes you unique that's going to make your video blog unique, that's going to make your podcast unique, 
because there are millions and millions of blogs out there. There are millions and millions of YouTube channels out there. And right now, there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts. So what the hell is going to make yours stand out besides just you? That's, you know, that's a given. I bring an energy that only I can bring to my podcast. But you know, what is it that makes me stand out from other people? One of the things that I always committed to from day one was I'm going to go so damn vulnerable. I'm going to share so much depth in this show that it's going to blow people's socks off. They're going to be like, what? I can't believe that he's talking about that. I can't believe like he's in my head. He is saying the things that I'm thinking. He's describing the situations that I'm going through right now. And I can't tell you how many of you have reached out to me with that exact statement. You must be in my head. And that was something that I said, I'm going to be unique. And then I also said, I said, you know what? And I, I realized this a few years down the road. I was like, you know, there's some big players in this, in this space, this personal development podcast space, like Lewis Howes. He's always one that I bring up. He's got millions upon millions of downloads, probably monthly. And he gets tons of people on his Instagram sending him messages. And I thought, you know, I have, I have uh, like the people who send me messages. It's awesome. And I receive an abundance of them. And I, I recognize that one of my advantages is that I can reply to every single one. A guy like Lewis Howes, he's just got too many messages coming into his inbox to be able to reply to them all. But I can reply to every single one. That's a competitive advantage that I have. And so that's what I do. And I ask you all to reach out to me because I want to build those connections. And I reply to every single one. And so that's what you want to do. You understand what makes you unique. And in your and if you think about the one-page business plan, like I was talking about earlier with, uh, let me just scroll up real quick, with Courtney, then what, one of the things in the one-page business plan template that I shared with you talks about, you know, it's business booster. It's what's, what's a competitive advantage that you have over anybody else. That's something that you want to think about when it comes to creating your vlog or your podcast or your blog. The next thing after that, now you can start developing your topics. And so go back to your avatar or your, or your, your, um, your niche or your target audience and develop some topics around some of their biggest pain points. You know, if you can pick their five biggest pain points, you can probably develop a ton of topics off of just those five pain points. And that's going to at least get you started and get you flowing. And now at that point, you're ready to start recording. You know who you're talking to. You know your unique message. You know a topic that you're going to dig into and you know the format of your show. Start recording, All right? So this is where you get the equipment that you need. If you're doing a video blog, then you got to make sure you've got a decent camera. It doesn't have to be amazing, but you also don't want it to be crummy. And, you know, any, any uh, smartphone that's one to two years old has got a pretty decent camera in it. So, you know, invest the 500 bucks, 600 bucks, whatever it costs. You also might want to get a, a, a mic, some sort of decent mic. It doesn't have to be amazing, but, you know, I don't want to hear, like, barely hear you or hear the echo of the room. Like, that stuff can be a little distracting. Depends on your audience. If you're doing a podcast, just grab a mic. My mic costs 70 bucks. That's the only equipment that I use. A $70 mic. Yep. So start recording and start getting your, your you know, building up your, your content. Make sure in each episode you have a clear call to action. I already talked about that. What is it that you want your listener to do or your viewer to do? And you got to tell people, you know, tell them specifically what you want them to do. So have a call to action in every episode. It might be subscribe to my show in iTunes. That's a call to action. It might be email me with your topic ideas. That's a call to action. It might be fill out my coaching application, right? Those are all call to actions. 
So have a call to action. Maybe it's something like uh, download my free ebook or join the trust challenge. I haven't actually uh, shared that call to action in a long time, but everybody here can go and join the trust challenge. It's, it's, it's always running and you can go and jump in. That's a call to action right there. So once you have that and you've been recording things, it's time to develop your launch strategy because I always recommend you start recording your content and building up a backlog before you actually launch because you want to launch with a number of pieces of content already completed. So it's time to develop your launch strategy. Figure out how you're going to promote your show. How are you going to get the word out when, you're, when your YouTube channel launches or when your podcast launches? Who are you going to enroll to help spread the word? Right? There's a lot of different ways you can go into you know, developing your launch strategy. And no two launch strategies are going to be the same. You know, but you're probably going to do things like reach out to your social media, reach out to your email list if you have any. Maybe you might interview people and then get the people that you interview to share the, the episode with their audience. So it really depends on what your end in mind is, what your goal is. It depends on the medium you chose, if you're doing a video blog or a blog or a podcast. But figure out your launch strategy. And have a promotion plan. So after your show launches, after your YouTube channel or your podcast launches, how are you going to be promoting it daily and weekly as you have new content? Right? So you have the launch portion of it, and then you have growth. That's your promo plan. How are you going to grow your show over time? You want to be figuring that out as well and having a clear plan that you're following and you know you're you're you have a plan. Maybe it's like, all right, I'm gonna be posting on Instagram, you know, three times a week with a post, and then three times a week I'm gonna go live. And then I'm gonna do a Facebook live once a week and I'm gonna send out ten tweets for every new episode. That's that might be where you start. And then you do that for 30 days and you go back and you look at the results and you see, oh, okay, let me adjust here because that's not working. Or let me do more of this because that seems to be working really well. That's a type of promo plan. And then finally, my, my last piece of advice is constantly be learning. You want to constantly be learning, especially if this is new for you. You want to have a goal of mastering your craft, right? So become a student. That means get some books. That means sign up for some courses. That means maybe join a mastermind so you can learn from others. Ask a lot of questions. I'm a part of several podcasting Facebook groups and I drop in there regularly to learn and see what people are doing and to ask questions. And then also to, to share, to share things that work with me and answer people's questions. You know, And so I'm constantly trying to, to, to learn and better myself within the podcasting craft. And that's again, that's why I ask you all for feedback. Help me out. Help me get better at this. So you really want to just be a student and constantly, constantly be learning. And follow some of the top people in your space. So, so you know, for you, O, who are some of the top people doing video blogs? Follow them. I know Casey Neistat. He's one of the most popular dudes out there doing video blogs. So study him. What's working for him? What are the things that he's doing now that he wasn't doing a while ago? Right? Like I became a student of podcasts. I was a consumer before I had my own shows. But then after I had my show, I just became a student. And so that meant when I'm listening to a podcast, even if it's just an entertainment show that I'm just listening for fun during my commute, I'm studying how they do their intro. I'm studying like how they're, they're splicing in their music with their voiceover. I'm studying you know, how long the music fades out before the, new, the episode begins. I'm studying where they put their commercial spots. I'm studying how the host or the hosts are introducing different segments. I'm studying how they do their calls to action. 
You become a student of all that stuff. And that's how you continue to learn. So, oh, this was awesome. Thank you so much for asking the question about video blogging and content creation. And if you can't tell, I love this stuff. I have, I have taught digital marketing and content creation classes uh, here in Atlanta just because I love it. And, you know, if, if, if anybody else wants more information like this, let me know. Um, if there's enough interest, I'll do a webinar where I talk about podcasting and I break down some of this stuff more. Um, Because that's what I was doing before being a balanced lifestyle coach. I was doing that type of work, helping helping organizations um, launch, grow, and monetize podcasts. And I love it. So if anybody is interested and want to dig into this more, just hit me up. DM me on Instagram, email me, and uh, we can have a conversation about it. So, oh, thank you once again. And big thanks to everybody who submitted um, questions and topics for today's episode. So Zach, thank you so much. Courtney, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, this is awesome. I, I really enjoyed these th- this three-parter talking about self, others, and life and answering your questions. And I will definitely be doing this again um, because it's just, it's fun. Uh, it's, these are great, great questions. And I know that if one person has them, then so many other people have these questions. And I like doing it in this format where, where I answer a couple of them per episode that way, we're, I'm able to address a lot of them. Um, and give me some feedback. If you like this format, let me know. If you prefer that I just do one question or topic per episode, that's what I have done in the past. If you prefer that, let me know. Share with me your feedback. You can email me at mattcbivens at gmail.com or you can message me, uh, Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. So let me know. So that's one of my calls to action. <laughs> And another one, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there again. You know, I have that coaching spot available. And if if working one on one with a balanced lifestyle coach has been something that's kind of been percolating in your mind, you know, this might be the time to connect with me. You know, and one of the things that I love doing and, and the things that I bring to the table with the people I work with is I help you hit the escape button. ESC. If you look in your keyboard right now, there's an escape button, ESC. And that means I bring my energy. I bring energy. So as soon as we jump on our calls, you're uplifted immediately because of where I'm, I'm humming at in my energy field. And that's just a result of a lot of reps, making sure that I'm keeping my PC high so my PC can match my P. And then I'm also bringing S. I'm bringing my stories. That's the result of years and years and years of doing this on myself, of applying everything that I'm sharing to you times 10 on myself. And I'm bringing the stories of when it works and when it hasn't worked. And I bring in the insights that I've gained. And I've bringing all the things that I've evolved and learned along the way, all my transformation. And then C, C stands for conversation. We get into super high-level conversation. And we go real, real deep, real deep, very fast. And the reason why I'm able to do that is because I've sat in coaching and mentorship for years. And I've sat there and I've received and surrendered to healthy feedback for years. And I've allowed my ego to be humbled and let go of this whole thing of what I know, quote unquote. And so because I've sat in that for myself, I can bring those powerful conversations to you. And so that's what I help the people I work with do. Hit that escape button. Boop. So if you feel like you need to hit the escape button on the, on the restraining forces that are holding you back from experiencing life the way that you want to, then take advantage. Go to MatthewBibbins.com. On the top, you'll see work with me. You can click there and fill out the application. Or you can just shoot me a message on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens, or just hit me up on email, mattcbivens at gmail.com, and we can jump into a conversation. And that 
is my final call to action for this episode. And thank you all for hanging out with me today. This has been truly, truly amazing and awesome and beautiful. And uh, I'm just, I'm excited. I love, I love it. I love these conversations. Ah, having it all. What else is there? What else is there to play for than an abundant, loving life? Yeah. So with that, my name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you continuing to have it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.